I wanted to have a look at the question of who we are. What is our identity? Um, as it's tended to be viewed through different traditions um, from the world um, and uh, draw uh, an analogy and a metaphor with music to help um, put the point across. So you will definitely find exceptions to these generalizations um, and uh, so I'm not talking about the exceptions I'm trying to make some draw some general patterns out here um, to uh, try and make things uh, as simple um, as possible. So there's lots of uh, different traditions that, that make um, claims about who we are, what our identity is, and um, they're often seem to be contradictory. Um, one will be saying you're this uh, and another will be saying you're that and then they don't quite fit together and that can co cause a lot of confusion. Um, <clears throat> but uh, could it be possible that they are actually all correct um, but they are just holding up a, a piece of the truth and claiming that it is a whole truth in itself and that you can actually take all of these claims about our identity at once, at the same time, and hold them in one integrated um, field. And uh, in the same way that um, we can play a chord on a, on a musical instrument that's made up of individual notes. So here I'll just play a chord, I've got my chora here, and I'll play three notes. Okay, three different notes there, and you can play them together as a chord. So a chord is one thing, but it is made up, in this case, of three things. So it's simultaneously one and three. So it's, it's, it, you can say it's one, uh, but you can't say it's only one thing. It is also made up of more than one thing, but it's not only just made up of more than one thing. It is one thing. So in the language of non-duality, it's not one thing, uh, it's, uh, it's not just one, and it's not just several things. Um, so if we look at it, break our identity down to three broad domains. Um, the individual personality um, that we all love and hate. <laughs> um, and uh, number two, Mother Nature. And if you don't believe that your identity um, is uh, made up um, partly of Mother Nature, then just try not breathing, not eating and not drinking and see how that works out for you. Um, and then the third uh, area of our identities um, I was going to talk about today is formless awareness. Formless awareness, um, awareness is kind of a bland word it's a, but it's the best we've got in English for it. Awareness is 
what you're thinking of when I say awareness. Most people understand what awareness is. Um, but we can say it's formless because it has no shape, no colour, no simple location, but it's unmistakably part of our identity and experience. It's what we mean when we say the lights are on. And awareness, we can talk about it in it language, like it is a thing, awareness, but it's also important to remember that awareness is an I, um, not this kind of I, but I as an identity. Uh, your subjective, the, the, the location of that feeling of subjectivity. Um, so those are the three broad areas I want to talk about, but of course you can split your identity up into as many different um, uh, categories as you, you like, but we're just going to keep a simple look at three today. Um, so Western psychology tends to um, focus um, particularly on your personality, your individual personality, and um, the uh, health or uh, dysfunction of your individual personality. And it doesn't really tend to touch on the transpersonal parts of your identity. Um, and so you, if you're reading a lot of Western psychology, you might come away thinking, okay, well, they're saying I'm just my personality, but you might have done psychedelics or some meditation practice, some kind of spiritual practice and, and discovered that there are unmistakably parts of your identity which are not just limited to your personality, so you might be feeling confused. Uh, so then you um, might take up um, a, a meditation practice, so Eastern meditation uh, traditions tend to, well not tend, there's quite quite a large amount of Eastern meditation tradition um, focuses um, mainly on the formless awareness um, aspects of our identity and um, kind of privileges the, the, the formless awareness over um, say our personality it, because awareness is, is an unchanging um, permanent part of our lives. Awareness doesn't change at all um, throughout the entirety of our lives, always the same, whereas our personality is always evolving and changing. And um, I think personally I feel it doesn't, uh, it doesn't really make sense to privilege the permanent over the temporary. Um, and you, to use a metaphor, I don't really think that a stone is better than a flower. Uh, stone being kind of a per uh, sort of a permanent um, physical structure and a flower being a temporary one. Um, and uh, the, the third area of, uh, of our identities that's very common is uh, sort of the, an ecological perspective to say that we are uh, Mother Nature and um, that our identity is seamlessly integrated um, into um, the, the web of biological life. So uh, my take would be that all of these three uh, views on our identity are correct um, in their specific way. And they are the notes of this particular chord. Yeah. Okay. So it's three different views of who our identity is. Um, and we can play them all together. 
But if we just play the chords of our identity, uh, all these multiple identities, uh, at once, it's kind of hard to uh, actually um, unpack a chord. It's this kind of blurry um, oneness. And if it, is, it can be really helpful to unpack a chord uh, or your identity into its different uh, parts and uh, to get a clearer idea of what makes up the whole. Um, so, <clears throat> if, if you were to come across any of these traditions on their own and they put forward a very convincing argument that you are just one of these things, that is a little bit like trying to make music with one note. Oh, that's two there. quite as nice as with three notes. Okay. Um, so, would you like to live your life in 3D or 1D? That's uh, the question you've got to ask yourself. And um, each one of these parts of your identity is appropriate and comes to the forefront in different uh, situations. So, if your four-year-old son comes up to you with a, a Lego model, proudly shows it off to you, what he's after is for you to uh, present your individual personality and warm him up with your appreciation and uh, personal connection with him and the success with his Lego model. He's not really going to be that pleased if you uh, bring to the forefront your uh, silent, formless awareness and uh, just sit there like some stone statue in complete silence, just taking in the moment. <laughs> uh, not good parenting there. Um, and uh, if you um, are doing a meditation practice, there are uh, t times along the path where it's really important and appropriate to focus exclusively on your identity as formless awareness um, and to not just sit there as your personality totally identified with your thinking and emotions and, and that kind of thing. Um, and uh, then if you're sitting on the top of a mountain taking in the breathtaking scenery it's that's a really appropriate moment too feel your embodied connection with um, this in, uh, mysterious um, goddess, uh, Mother Nature, in all her finery and uh, beauty. Um, so <clears throat> that's a, 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 a very simple outline of this idea that you can have many things that you can hold simultaneously in the one moment. So any moment um, of experience is uh, presented all at once. So all of these identities uh, that you have, you could call them sub-identities, are all presented in the one moment as a chord. And at any one time you can zero in on one of them. But it's always important to come back out of that experience of just playing around with the one note to 
make a harmonious chord again. So, enjoy your life in 3D. Thanks very much.